Hey, it's Friday, June 3rd, 2022. We've got a story out of England today about a man who escaped jail time thanks to cannabis supporters, free unrestricted grant money information, info for veterans, and California cannabis is as popular as ever. So why are the sales numbers so low? We'll cover all of that, so get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. The United Kingdom does not allow for any recreational use of cannabis. They do allow for medical marijuana use, but it's pretty limited. It's also rarely prescribed, which forces patients to seek it out through more dangerous and expensive illegal means. Recently, a man from Lincoln in the East Midlands area of England was arrested after police found a kilogram of cannabis and 30 plants in his home. They were estimated to have a street value of about 10,000 pounds, which would be U.S. $12,500. The police had gone to his residence to investigate after post office workers had tipped them off because they were suspicious of one of his packages. The man was looking at facing possible charges of possession with intent to supply and production of a controlled drug. And with the amount involved, it could have meant a sentence of 15 years in prison. That man's name is Andrew Baines, known as Andy. He's a 46-year-old father of two, and he's also a cancer patient. He holds a medical cannabis card recognized by police in the UK called a CAN card. Baines readily admitted to police that he was supplying medicinal cannabis oil to hundreds of other patients in need, such as himself. He said the patients found his services through a Facebook support group, and he'd even fallen into debt in his efforts to keep providing these patients with the medicinal oil that they needed. The founder of the CAN card system, Carly Barton, provided an attorney for Mr. Baines. She said, Andrew has improved the lives of thousands of people who are sent home to die. The alternative for these people was to access the medicines via the criminal market. She also said, people like Andrew are bridging the gap that our healthcare system is not providing. Hundreds of cancer patients submitted letters to the court describing how Andy Baines had saved their lives. People detailed their experiences with incurable cancers, unbearable pain, and the lack of help from traditional medication. They spoke of how they'd tried to pay him, but he refused, and he did it out of the goodness of his heart. Parents of children with severe syndromes and diseases also wrote of the incredible difference that his oil had made in their lives. One mother said, If it wasn't for Andy, our son would be in a wheelchair. It's thanks to Andy that he's walking. We also have the backing of our son's neurologist. Everyone's blown away by his progress. Ultimately, the prosecution decided not to pursue the usual heavy penalties and instead gave him a six-month community order, which is the lowest possible punishment. The magistrate's court judge said, If the law was different, Mr. Baines would have been applauded, not punished. And Mr. Baines' attorney, Hannah Sampson, said, I have never seen a six-month community order imposed. If you steal a sandwich from Tesco, you get 12 months. She also added, This case earmarks a wind of change, and this means that finally the law will catch up with the enormity of what cannabis can do to save our lives. Mr. Baines said he was relieved to not receive a prison sentence. He said, The outcome was good, but it's just frustrating that it's not legalized yet. We couldn't agree more. Green Thumb Industries, who's one of the leading nationally vertically integrated cannabis companies, is now accepting applications for its third round of their Good Green grant program. The program's providing unrestricted grant funding to nonprofit organizations in marginalized communities who work toward opportunity and change in three areas education, employment, and expungement. Green Thumb founder and chief executive officer Ben Kovler said The Good Green Grant Program was born out of the desire to reinvest cannabis in funds back into the community 
and create opportunities for nonprofit organizations who are doing the groundwork to create real and sustained progress against the war on drugs. Sales from Good Green products fund these grants. Since the brand's launch, Good Green has awarded over half a million dollars in grant money to eight different organizations. And they're on track to give more than $1 million by the end of this year. If you're interested in applying for some of this unrestricted free grant money, check out Green Thumb Industries' website for the Good Green Grant Program online. Cannabis has been proven to be an effective treatment for many conditions, including pain management, stress management, and as a treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder. And as such, cannabis has a great appeal to veterans dealing with the aftermath of war injuries and trauma. But with it being federally illegal, that puts veterans in a tricky spot, and so it's important to be aware of where things stand. The U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs is required to follow all federal laws, including those regarding marijuana's status as federally illegal. So no matter what your state may have legalized, as long as it remains classified as a Schedule I drug with the federal government, VA health care providers may not recommend, endorse, or prescribe it. And the VA will not sell it at its pharmacies, nor will they compensate for the cost of it as medicine. However, if a veteran does acquire a medical prescription from a non-VA doctor or purchases legal adult-use cannabis, their eligibility for VA benefits won't be affected in any way, and they won't be denied any services or benefits because of cannabis use. And in fact, the VA providers can and do discuss marijuana use with veterans as a part of comprehensive care planning, and they'll address treatment plans as necessary. VA healthcare providers will record marijuana use in the veteran's VA medical record in order to have that information available for treatment plans. And as with all clinical information, it's part of a confidential medical record and protected under patient privacy and confidentiality laws and regulations. So until it becomes federally legal, veterans should know that they can still access medical marijuana. It just won't be covered by the VA. But they shouldn't fear any punishment or retribution for using it as the VA will still provide care and services for any of their veterans who are using cannabis. There is no chance that people are using less cannabis in California. If anything, it's as popular as ever. But taxable sales of cannabis in California have hit a seven-quarter low for the first three months of 2022. California still remains the largest legal cannabis market in the world, but its footprint shrunk to roughly $1.17 billion for the first quarter of 2022. That's a nearly 10% decrease from the previous quarter, and close to 20% decrease from the second quarter of 2021, when adult-use taxable sales were at their peak. The problem is that taxation is simply too high. It's too high for many consumers who purchase from the black market to avoid those high taxes, and it's too high for many producers who can't make ends meet with the high taxes and Federal Tax Code 280E, which doesn't allow cannabis businesses to write off any normal business expenses at all. To put it in perspective, California's taxes for one pound of cannabis are over $1,000 higher than the same pound of cannabis taxes in Oregon and Colorado. The lower taxes in those states make legal cannabis products more competitive with the black market products. And as a result, cannabis sales in those states are roughly 400% higher per capita than they are in California. So it's not that Californians smoke 400% less cannabis. Sales are still happening, and California's cannabis market is stronger than ever. It's just the legal, taxable sales that are down. Black market sales flourish because the state is just plain greedy with taxing cannabis. Hopefully, California legislators will start paying attention and realizing that their cash crop is going to dry up for them if they don't make more of an effort to lower taxes. Recently, legislation was passed and it goes into effect on July 1st, which relieves cultivators of excise tax. That's great for cultivators, but it's not great for retail stores and consumers. 
because that excise tax is still there. It's just now been passed on to the distributors or retail dispensaries. That means customers are still faced with exorbitant prices in the legal California cannabis market. And although it seems counterintuitive, lowering the overall taxes, not just rearranging them, will truly lead to far more legal sales. And that overall sales increase will more than make up for any lost revenue to the state by lowering the taxes. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.